Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Ann and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Annie Carnathan, good to be with you. Gallagher and Dieter Gallagher, how exciting is this every single time? Yes, happy high gear day. Happy high gear day. When no matter where you're listening, when you're listening, thank you for listening, and it is high gear. So yes. buckle up. Yes. And a quick intro, wherever you're listening from, we would love you to subscribe and leave a comment, leave a review and, and give us some feedback. We're, we're doing this uh, really to help everyone listening to uh, add savvy, spirited stories of success to their day. It's an incredibly difficult side passion. Thank you, Crystal. Um, <laughs> Lift. Yes. And and we want this to be what our um, ever-burgeoning tribe Ooh, wants like it to be. And so let's go. <laughs> help us help you. Yes. Uh, we're going to have more of that in the future of how you can outreach to us directly. But for now, um, be organic. Yep. And tell someone you love how fabulous this is. Uh, thank you. Great. For sure. Okay, so you're leading us off. I am leading us off, and I want to give out a ginormous grit and gravitas hug and love all combined. See what I did there with the G's? I did. Ginormous. <laughs> this to be ginormous. So we have had an, an incredible um, amount of really powerful women that have agreed yes, to have. spend time with us. Yes, we have. It's really um, humbling. And their stories, you, you could listen again and again, and you're always going to get something new out of it. So, of course, um, Amy Murray from um, the COO of the Pavone Marketing Group, uh, her currency, and, and beyond anything we could articulate, are notes. And so go on vacation, come back, just really tough days, mm -hmm. tough, tough days. And they're in, in the mailbox in, in only in the cursive that she got, right? Yes. Exactly, yes. the cursive yes. that, that I would, you know, in a different life, kill for. Uh, so I want to share this with our audience because I want you to understand this is Amy Murray. And she was and, episode, like, six, uh, I want to say? Early. Yes. Okay. One of the early adopters. And you just said, yes. we don't really know what this is. And God bless her for just, 
you know, and jumping in with us. And, and, and how about that trust and that rapport and that communication? And so the card uh, on the front is we each have a light. Our adventure is finding which paths to brighten. Okay, she has me at that. <laughs> My heart swells, yes. opens up. I, I, I don't know, we like a whole show of this, but then everybody know what a softy I am. So inside, grit and gravitas is such a light. I am thoroughly enjoying each episode. You are creating such a wonderful space for sharing and learning. Wow. Two or three sentences, I will now carry this around. Yeah. My, my, I'm, I'm old school with my daily. I'm going to stuff this in there. And it, it's not just that she gets it. It's not just that this re-energized me, filled me right back yeah. up. This is not easy to do. And there's so many people behind the scenes that make it possible to do. And so many people who have contributed and made this an incredible journey. Right. And so I want to um, set the table with this in terms of your phrase, which I absolutely love, for the connection economy. And you and I could both say Amy is a connection. Totally. It's sort of like saying restaurants sell hamburgers. Duh. The depth, the extraordinary caliber of her spirit of what she's accomplished as a woman you know what her commitment is to her family as a wife there are connections in and then there are connections right so there's always varying degrees and levels to that and so i think with with linkedin with social with anything anyone can appear to be, whatever they want to post, however that looks, it's their story in the way they want to present it. And I'm an old school salesperson. I don't mind saying I'm a salesman. I've earned (laughs) my entire living, my entire career in sales. And to me, sales is persuasion, moving someone from A to B. I don't think it's a dirty term. Right. I don't think it's disingenuous. You know, are there levels of salespeople and their integrity, their honesty? So I just, I want to, I would like to examine that today because inevitably people say, how and why are you successful as a sales person? And you and I come at this differently. Yes, we do. You wouldn't say ever sales, right? But we're all selling. Life is a sales well, call. And public relations and marketing, you know, we obviously have a sales component. We uh, our metrics will look differently. We we don't public relations doesn't close deals where sales would come in and and uh, bring the deal to a close. But back to the connection economy, and even it far uh, exceeds the term sales. I mean, it, it just it's the way now that we move business forward. It's the way we attract talent in our companies is those personal connections, and we we lost some of it for about 18 months in COVID. And I was thrilled uh, with the Salvation Army. We were one of the first organizations. Well, they never stopped serving in person, uh, at least the core team. But you could see uh, the community distress when you weren't in person. 
And so back, bring it back to business. You know, the, uh, we have a need to make connections with each other. And I contend that it's those personal connections that close deals far more than what a sales sheet will say. It's the actual individual and the power of those connections. And you're, I count you as one of my uh, most special connections. Right back at you. And to me, and I do sound like a dinosaur in some instances. I'm a dinosaur in my own building in a lot of instances. At the end of the day, though, people buy things from people. Exactly. People engage and embrace with people. And I had this really compelling conversation um, yesterday with, with a just a tremendously high gear woman. And, you know, we're both in sales, but, but she said, you know, the jumping off point for me, paraphrasing, because I hope to have her on the show at some point, is that if you don't have skin in the game, if you don't have an emotional vulnerability to outreach and say, hey, I'd like for you to consider this because that big bad no is looming, right? And that in and of itself is how I think the rubber meets the road for sales or other, mm -hmm. for customer service. Well, I'm a good closer. Well, anybody can sit down at a perfectly prepared meal and right. eat. That's not a closer. <laughs> Someone good had to point. get the groceries, <laughs> yes. cook the meal, set the table. Like, that's the easy part. It's all set up for you. That's a tee shot, right? So my feeling about that, because people ask me all the time, I mean, and, and, and when do I stop sort of calling on someone? And all what are the all these markers? And I will tell anyone that asks, it's how I identify a need. Someone will always react much more quickly to alleviate pain than they will to say, this is going to be so much better. That's overused. Right. It's, a, it's a lot of false um, promises. It's, it's really where I think sales gets a bad name. But if I do my homework and I'm consistently looking at, at that person, I'm saying you do all these things phenomenally well, but I like what you do. And here's how I think we could help you. I'm identifying what I perceive as a need. At that point, the emotional connection is in that preparation. I don't even know this person. So that's where I had the jumping off point of, well, why is that rejection when they don't meet, know me and I don't know them? They are rejecting the move forward idea of inevitably working together. Right. It's okay. How about trust, rapport? If you don't want me to go away permanently, I'm willing to invest in a deeper relationship right. if you are. No you're promise very, at the end. You're very good at um, uh, gentle persistence. And I think that probably comes from your long sales background is, is you don't give up easily. And uh, you keep reminding them that you, you will bring value and probably the likability factor is raised every time you, you come back to uh, ignite that connection. And hopefully, I mean, I, I know you have several clients where you were gently persistent for a long time and it, you know, you've ended up to do phenomenal work together. Three years. Yeah. Five years. So let's... Um, Let's talk about some of the insights and tips, uh, especially for generations that are not, I mean, I'm, I think I'm technically a boomer, uh, below us, the young people, the 20s and the 30s uh, coming into our employee or those who we would work with. What are some connection 
tips for them because they they have come up on a different path than we have. Like we're, it, it probably comes naturally for us to seek those connections and uh, find a way to meet in person. So when we're talking to generations that are behind screens all the time, and I love social, and there there's many opportunities for us to connect with would-be friends and, and peers and fellow servant leaders and clients. But um, let's talk about a couple tips that you, you would have to give to others. So how do you make that personal connection if it doesn't come naturally to them? And that's the biggest comfort level to, to the people in my building. Right. You know, and I acknowledge. And in your building, so they're 20s and 30s, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, getting married during COVID, having babies during right. COVID. And my point is the, the one thing that irks me the most about video anything, I cannot look into someone's eyes. Right. And I don't know that it's the window to the soul, but it's the window in. And it, it and I and I I'm fascinated by this, right? When 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 you were sort of um, well, when I was was being scolded, which felt like all the time, it was sort of like, look at me, look at me. You got you know, as a parent, yeah, my parents yeah. are like, look at me, right? Ooh, <laughs> that was tough. Especially when I was trying to equivocate right, and get right. out of something, and you know, weasel my way out. And so, it's it's this lost connection for me, right? That is 100% of my currency. Yeah. I take enormous pride in reading a room. I take enormous well, pride have, in facial expressions. You have contagious energy. And that doesn't translate well online. I mean, your your comments are fabulous online, but your, your aura of energy um, is infectious. So when you are in a room, I'm sure, and that's where the gravitas comes in you, people want to find like, who, who is that, you know, very smart lady over there where three people are surrounding her talking. You said this one, uh, one show and I, I didn't forget it because we have to view ourselves as others view us. It's not our world. It's the right, world. And, right. and when you start to grasp that currency, but you said to me, extraordinarily successful in your own right. You know, you didn't need to do this. You don't need me to be better. And you said to me, you know, you're someone that whatever you do, I want to follow. Yeah. And think about that. Think about those kinds of choices every day when you're trying to say to someone, this is why working with me is going to be a really great decision for you. One of the best compliments I've ever gotten, which was probably two, three years ago, was um, brand new to a team, top-down decision, which is tough. Um, but he stood up and he said, hey, everyone, I just want you to know, this may not be the easiest path. There's going to be bumps. You're all learning each other. But let me tell you something. In my entire career, which was more significant than mine, I have never met anybody that cares as much as Annie does. Yeah. And I'll, I'll melt right now. Like, I get emotional with but that, like Amy's that. card. Yes. We, we can see that. You're not going to see that uh, through a LinkedIn conversation. And those are certainly first steps and not diminishing. I, I live Important on the first social, steps. Absolutely. But the in-person, whether you're, you know, at an event, whether it's a chamber event, whether it's something you're attending, maybe it's something with Walker School Scouts as he prepares for to launch his Eagle Project, 
uh, we cannot diminish, and I hope COVID doesn't have any leftover residual in that area, we cannot diminish the power of the in-person connection in a connection economy. And Mark, our, our amazing um, IT engineer for the show, had a meeting yesterday. I'm pretty much back in the office every day, um, and his team's there, and you walk in, and, and none of us can manufacture that reaction yeah. when you haven't seen people that you love, admire, and respect. I don't care if they're employee. I don't care. I, right. I'm not going to, I'm going to leap over that boundary. There aren't any, I love these women. They're moms, they're wives, right. enormous respect, right. admiration. I can't tell you how overjoyed I was to see them. And it's easy to say to a woman, may I hug you, right? Is it okay? We're like, oh, heck yeah. Right? But you have to ask now, right? I mean, it's just a strange yes. world out there. And so my entire point is if someone's automating sales outreach to me as a president and CEO for my company, it's a computer. So when they say to me, I want to do this for your company, that that's the first red flag because um, um, Newsflash, that's what we do. That's what we do. Right. If I wanted that, and I don't want 30 leads a month, I don't want 10 leads a month. I, do, I don't, I don't, I want the one right person right. that's Mr. Right for eternity to grow with versus anything. We, we're not a company that can just do massive amounts of leads. And most right. of those I wouldn't want. It has to be mutual, right? I'm looking for a marriage not a date. Right. And so it irks me. And then, and then when you don't respond to the computer, they get more and more hostile. That to me is not sales. No, that, that lacks any, uh, personal, you know, emotional, connection. yeah. Vulnerability. No, yeah. There's not any in that. It's much more difficult if you say, Hey Annie, here's someone I know. And I think they'd like you. And I do outreach and say, you know, Everyone knows why I'm doing the outreach. I mean, it's one thing to whistle Dixie and have a good time right. having coffee, but the but the main goal ultimately is to see for me if we would make good partners. Right. If there's right. something in their business that that what I may identify is actually what they need or want, or then what's the situation and with to, who you have? To your point of you're looking uh, to who or what company would make a good partner. And there's a chemistry to that decision. We talked, you know, before the episode about the art of doing business. It is an art. It's not a science and it's not all strategy. So in that partner that you look for and I look for uh, in clients, you want that sort of chemistry that you you want to be around them. You want to go forward and do business with them. And you only know that when you, at some point you meet them and their team in person. And I say to people, if I'm referring Dieter Gallagher group, I said, here's what I'm going to know for sure, whether I know they can help you. I know they'd be phenomenal partners, but at the end of the day, if that's not the end result and who knows at yeah. this point, because she's evaluating as much as you'd be evaluating. But what I know is you're going to be a better person for having met her. For having that energy. Well, that's about the highest, you know, honor uh, you could pay me. That's but awesome. But Marissa, yes. Monica, yep. you, I mean, this morning I'm driving in and I see, you know, a car pulling in and I think it's you. And I'm like <laughs> gathering all my stuff, right? Because we take over your world headquarters um, for the day. And I'm waving and like, it's Monica and it's not. You're like, what? This is like the greatest day ever. And it was just, it was the same reaction as I had yesterday for two women right. that I haven't seen 
in 18 months that do this amazing work for universal media. I mean, would not have an agency without these right, two, which right. is all behind the scenes. It's all that sort of gnarly, you know, connecting the dots, make sure, you know, the eggs don't fall and break before we can get them in the bowl to make a nice omelet. It's just this incredible way to either feel that joy or not feel that joy. And so that kind of emotional vulnerability and outreach is what I've right. always done. But 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 do I have the scars to show for it? I just never really thought no at that point was personal when I didn't know them and they didn't know me. Well, that's good for you because I think a lot of people do take that that no <clears throat> in a sales outreach personally, whether they've met them in person or not. 100% of, to me, why sales reps, right? And you're talking about media, which in right. radio is the most right. difficult thing in the world yes, yes. to sell. And really every month you're starting out again. And so if you can do that to me, you can do anything. Well, I did it for a really long time right. and led people doing it for a really long time. And so I do believe the scars are there to show for it. I mean, tell people, I don't know if I've, I've rhinoceros skin. And oh, by the way, I don't have a chip on one shoulder. I have a chip on both shoulders. <laughs> and, but, but how is that going to define me? How is that going to drive right. me? How is that going to motivate me? And I think when people say, should I quit on this person? I mean, it's as easy to ask, should I stop contacting you? Is this really something yeah. you would rather not? I'm fine with that. Like, it's all good. Think you're great. You know, move on. And though... When I meet people, I'm like, oh, I got to be in her life. I yeah. have to be in his life. Oh, I gotta, I'm going to do whatever I can. That's the power of the personal connection. And I would say to any young person that's coming yes. into the workforce or a mid-career that's changing careers, or maybe maybe you have worked remotely for a long time and, and your office has been, you know, your den at home, I would say run, don't walk to meet people in person for the next meeting as far as safety protocols are in place, um, to make that, discover the chemistry, the likability factor, because when those things are high, you find a way to do business. I have, I have uh, had meetings with people where I didn't even really need their service at that time, but I thought I'm, I admire them and respect them and appreciate what they said so much. I want to find a way to work with them. Was it in my budget? No. 100%. <clears throat> Was it in my strategy? No. But they came into my orbit and I thought this is, I will be, like we talked, I will be better working for them. I will learn more working for them. Or I think, uh, and that's, it's really what we do in PR is connecting clients with reporters, specific reporters, when they have the chemistry they will call me, you know, for every opportunity to say, hey, I've got this, this lead going. I've got this story going. They remember the um, enthusiasm and opportunities from an in-person interview. And they will look to do more with us because of that. You're sticky. Yeah. You're emotionally sticky. It's a, it's a day well spent. Well, that, that's exactly right. And so my, my entire... Um, because it's, it's, it, everything is your perspective and what it means to you. So you can sit there and say, all I got was 50 no's today. Well, then you win. Think about what, what you, your mindset would be if the most no's wins. And oh, by the way, the most no's win. It's a numbers game. Yeah. And so, you know, even, even for our son at any point, he's a writer. This didn't win. This was rejected. Who do they think they are? This is the best thing. I love that about him because he'll dive in and double down and try more 
right. more intensely each time. My point to him, this is one person's opinion. Yeah. It's one person's opinion. And if you're engaged and if you have a relationship, you should want alternate opinions. I would go mad if everyone agreed with me. Right. I'm already in my right. head way too much. <laughs> Somebody needs to right size me, right? And I value those people. You have to have people that are going to tell you the truth. And we talked about that a, in prior episodes. I mean, in sales to me is sort of one person's opinion about whether or not there are going to be these baby steps forward. And oh, by the way, salespeople have a J-O-B. They have a job and nothing in a connection or any other economy is going to happen until people talk to people and people buy things from people. Right. And so, yes, we can automate things, right? Somebody still has to make that can of beans that somebody's going to buy. However you're right. getting it, someone has to make it and then has to go through that, what, e-commerce or commerce chain. And so I am never, ever going to be defined by one person's opinion. And you know what? And I said to our son, you got to feel like they're missing out. Yeah. I believe they're missing out when they don't want to move forward with me. Right. And you have to believe you're going to be better off not moving forward with them. Easier said than done. But honestly, Anne, after this long, when I, I'm not going to include you, I have less days ahead of me than I have behind <laughs> me, it becomes crystal clear to me, right? Yeah. How little that ever should have mattered. But I'm able to say that now. That's hard earned in sales. Because I don't ever want to not be in sales because I never don't want to meet people. Well, I love there. meeting people. Yeah. And saying, how can I help you? Because I'm a giver. And I, I want to solve things. We all benefit from the in-person. And that's what I really hope the, you know, some of our insights for younger men and women is find a way to meet in person. Find a way to pitch your idea in person. <clears throat> and you told a quick story of Walker, your son, uh, who is waitering or, or working at a, a great little... Food runner. Yes, Road food runner. Food right? runner. Yep. Working at a great little cafe. And his ability, I mean, unbelievable connections, especially for what he might think his future career would be, by waiting on people or delivering food to their table, to their to this nice little restaurant, it's not a big chain, um, and the connections he's already making and the admiration he's already felt from these, uh, you know, high-ranking businessmen. And he's just there serving. He, he is doing an act of service. And that's him, which they would never scroll through Facebook and see any of his posts or Instagram or see links to his writings. But they see him and they immediately want to like, oh, tell me more about what you do. Like, can you send me a copy of this? And it's the same in, in Benjamin's world of uh, music entertainment and for artists. You know, when you, he desperately missed the performance aspect, to connect with his crowds, the fans, uh, to perform live music. It's not the same on Facebook Live or, or even YouTube. When you feel the energy and it's palpable, and, and when we talk, I look forward to every single meeting, um, I immediately feel like I'm going to do something really cool the rest of the day. I'm supercharged. I'm pumped because I just spent a couple hours with Annie. So. And I feel that way. I start every day with a grateful heart, and I was like, what would mean the most to me today right. 
to spread to our audience, to, to make them understand how, how special we believe this is right. and how it needs to, to, to be something everyone else hears about. I can't do that any more than through Amy Murray's love for the show right. and what it meant to me this week. Like that's something little that's oh, huge. huge. Well, and that just changed the trajectory of your day. And your outlook, like, oh, wow. Just you know? talking about yeah. it and giving her the love I feel, getting that note. And then yesterday at breakfast uh, with a partner who's as engaged uh, with the show as anyone. And so then you go, you know, I, I don't know how many people I'd tell this, but what? why is this happening? Right? You know, it's, it's the energy and the spirit you're right. putting out into the world. It always comes back to me. I'm, I'm reaping what I sow. And cliches stay around yeah. for a reason, yeah. but but that's the headline. What's my story below that? Because that's what our guests right. tell us their story. And and how I know that I get hurt a lot and I feel hurt a lot, but what then comes out of that is extraordinary. And that's why I continue to get hurt or or risk. Yeah. Right? Having my feelings hurt or having whatever is gonna happen. And normally that's people that I do have relationships right. with, obviously not prospects because i do i do discern that i mean they don't care about me they weren't waiting by the phone they don't <laughs> care that uh this guy's my bestie right yeah. they don't really care for him that much hypothetically right and so but i do rely more and more on the people i i care love respect and admire to connect me right like i'll say here's what i'm thinking about this do you think that would be worth yeah no that, um, that's bringing up and that's another insight is is for uh, listeners to build that little circle of influence that you have where people will be honest with you. I would say if you're a young person in college, even if part of your classes were remote, do not leave campus in your next semester without making sure the president of the university or college or community college or business school or technical school knows who you are. Make a find a reason to stop in the office, make an appointment, um, ask some questions, spend five minutes in their presence so they connect your name because they wield an awful lot of power and influence to refer you, to recommend you, to be on your resume. I would say if you're uh, an employee, find a reason to drop a cup of coffee off to your CEO or to your superior and find uh, a, a very easy way to, hey, just thinking about you today. Thanks, thanks for the advice you gave me. Make that personal visual connection with them. Which in a, in, in, in a, just a perfect way is what Amy Murray did. Yeah. And immediately to the 1%. Totally. To the 1% of anyone even thinking about doing that in the consideration. So just like that, we wrapped up another... <laughs> <laughs> and to your sales, bringing it full circle to your sales, um, you know, the cold selling or the, the digital uh, leads, um, find a way to stop in at that business that you're desperately trying to make a connection with. My business vitamin, you better be able to look them in the eye yep. or not much else is going to happen. And I don't mean through a camera. And mine is find a way to make a connection. Doesn't have to be um, <clears throat> calculated. Just pop in and say, you know, wanted to meet you in person. It's as simple as honest as that. And that's how that's embedded in our memory. And then that's contagious. And we'll look forward to ways of, you know, making uh, good projects and work together. Moving on. Well said. And we'll leave it at that. All right. Happy connection economy, everyone. High gear. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.